One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hello and welcome back to the Stompcast with me, Dr. Alex George. This is the podcast where I go for a stomp with a guest to take a little meander into their life. In this episode, I'm delighted to be speaking to the witty and intelligent Susanna Constantine. Susanna rose to fame as part of the iconic duo Trini and Susanna, and has since gone on to become a well-loved author and also a podcaster. I was recently on her podcast, My Wardrobe Malfunction. Actually, recently, it was about two years ago, but hey, time flies. Her new memoir, Ready for Absolutely Nothing, shows that there is still a lot to find out about Susanna. And boy, there's going to be some incredible anecdotes, both in this episode and, of course, her book. I can be pretty sure in saying that there are a few stompers amongst us who are wearing shoes that don't stay comfortable for their whole walk. If that's you, listen up, because this week's episode of the Stompcast is sponsored by Fitflop. Fitflop is on a mission to empower us to move better and feel great. And to do so, they've designed all of their shoes to be lightweight and made with our bodies in mind. So say goodbye to your clunky old pair and hello to Fitflop's range of biomechanically tested dream shoes. Try and say that one in a rush. When I first wore my vitamin FFs, I immediately noticed the cloud-like cushioning. They're really, really soft and honestly so comfortable. It really feels that like you're walking on air thanks to the contoured footbeds. Like all the collection, these stayed so supportive and comfortable the entire time I wore them. This is due to the biomechanical engineering testing that all Fitflops go through. No matter who I'm stomping with or where we're walking, the one thing I always know that I need is going to be comfortable shoes that whole time. I mean, I can go even longer on my stomps. Make sure to head to fitflop.com to choose your new stomp-friendly footwear, available for all genders. But I have to walk this side. Well, do you? Do you like that side? I don't side? know why, but okay. I just do. Are we actually matching? <laughs> oh, we can do arm and arm. Everyone, I hope you're well. Susanna and I, and we've got uh, Rocco. Rocco and uh, Fern. Fern. Rocco and Fern, the dogs, with us as well. Uh, obviously, Abby's in tow, manning the camera, and we've got producer Charlie's back. We are here in High Beaches. Um, I'm very pleased to be joining you, Susanna. Um, when, how long ago was it that we spoke? We, I was on your podcast, I can't remember. It was about... It was. I think it was about two years ago. No, was it that long yeah, ago? Yeah, it was. It was at the beginning I of lockdown, keep, wasn't I keep it? telling people about something you told me. Oh, yeah. Because we were talking about... Do you remember what you told me? No, I have no we were talking, idea. <laughs> we were talking about uh, what I wear. Oh, um, yes! Because, because I wear dark all the time. Yeah. And do you remember what you said to me? No. You I... said that basically... We were talking about... Uh, like clothes representing and can often tell you a lot about person's personality or how they feel in themselves yeah like I always wear black and yes. I naturally like to sink into the background yes. um, and I thought it was really interesting because I'd never ever understood that or even thought about why I always wear black and Abby you'll, you'll I'm sure agree with this my choices are basically green or black that's all I wear and actually if you Let really let me, see let the me just black. Of your eyes you've got brown eyes and yeah. you've got blue eyes so you can't wear black 
Really? No, you really can't. So Let me look again. So 32 years old, and I've been getting it wrong all of these years. Because when you can wear black, so mm. if you've got blue eyes, you have to. You can wear black if you've got that dark line around your irises. So if I've that's got it wrong black, for all these years. You're no, it's not good. You look like you look like a corpse. So my love. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> that, do you know what? Shame. This, right, if I'd have known this, uh, I could have saved myself years of heartache, maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't Navy know. blue. Navy, is it really? Or yeah. what green, though? Because I am a green no, green's colour. Like, green's good on you. I was going to say, if you're going to say green was no good, no, I'm really green upset, is good. That is my favourite colour, really, green. I okay, just we've love got a bit of a little... We've got an incline. I don't know why we've come this way, but we have. We are literally in proper stomping territory. I love this. So we should actually explain where we are. Susanna, where are we? Okay, we are at my home which is high beaches yeah? it's the kind of it's like the the patriarch matriarch of our family this house and uh, the kids have grown up here got them out of london and uh, it was the best thing we ever did and now we're going to go into the woods which are really important because they're an area of outstanding natural beauty I can see why this place is and this whole area is they stunning. They are triple SI, so that's what's that mean? Um, scientific significance. Interest, is it? Order, yeah. yeah. And triple SI—that sounds very else. serious. What did I say? Oh, an ancient woodland. An ancient woodland as well. So, Look at this tree. Look at the size of that log. That's a big boy, isn't it? And there's some mushrooms there. We won't eat those just in case they are the wrong kind. Just in case. Then we have a little patch there. Every year, every spring, a little patch of lily of the valley comes up there. What's so that? Sweet. It's like a little flower, a little white flower. Oh, just, a lily. You know? oh, just lilies, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, like little baby lily of the valley. They're really scented ones. Beautiful um, little ones. So this is a this is this is an area basically of of, of it's green just nature. Fucking special, basically. Just a really special place. Yeah. Uh, gorgeous, and just outside of London, aren't we? Yeah. Pretty much for anyone that's anywhere around the world or uh, anywhere in England. Uh, we are just outside of London, essentially. It's high beaches. Shall we um, start off, as we do every week, um, talking about the five senses? Yes. I feel that we're in a place that is activating our senses nicely. In fact, maybe relaxing some of them. Shall we start off with sight? What can we see? Okay, all we can, we can basically just see ancient, a lot of ancient oak trees, brambles, ferns. Um, it's all a bit overgrown, but so it's quite thick woodland. But mm -hmm. you walk in a wood, and I'd say 99% of woods in this country are maintained. So yes, you've got real rewilding starting now, but these woods have to be maintained and coppiced, and which means when you take down the things like witch hazel, things that spread, and then there's the What's dodgy. Witch hazel? What is that? It's like a. Well, witch hazel is very, um, it's medi has medicinal purposes, so it's a, a mild anti-inflammatory kind mm -hmm. of thing. And uh, so that, ha and then there's the dodgy rhododendron, mm -hmm. which looks beautiful and it has purple flowers, but it's actually, it was imported from New Zealand and it spreads really quickly and kills the indigenous species. Not good. But we see this as... Um, you know, we're just the custodians of it. Yeah. And we do feel, especially my husband, he's in here all the time with a chainsaw or whatever, just we maintain it. And it's our responsibility to do that for the next people who... 
So you do you see yourselves here. as really as you are actually caretaking basically this Yeah, area. totally. And we, we feel very strongly about that. It's interesting because I think a lot of people, they'd hear words like chainsaws and uh, cutting things down and maintaining. Well, hang on, what, what are you doing in the forest? Why are you cutting things down? But actually, if you don't have some element of control and basically making sure that certain species don't run riot, then exactly. actually you can end up losing beautiful trees like these oak trees around because exactly. the rest of it takes over. So you actually do need to get involved You sometimes. really do, and then you have diseases that come in. So at the moment there's a d disease called um, diehard, ash diehard, which affects the ash tree. So you have to be very aware of that. And then we found we've had these guys coming down from natural England and they discovered, I can't know, somewhere around here, but a very rare species of bat. Yeah which is only found in two other places in oh, the United wow. Kingdom. And it's like, if you get to know an area really well, like we do, there's so much to discover. So when you're looking, you know, I run through here all the Carefully, time. I hope, because uh, we could easily, there's a few oh, twigs one could trip stop over. Stop being such a wetty, you're such an <laughs> urbanite. For God's an sake, urbanite. you really are a I, little wetty. Listen, I was born in the Welsh, I was born, now this area is it? Exactly. You were born in the darkness. I was born in the darkness. I did, you, did you adopt it? Were you born in London? Uh, I was born in London. There you go. But so you adopted the, the dark. You adopted the dark. I, the I was born in the countryside. But yeah, so, you know, it's just, what I love about being here, when you're thinking about the senses is that by looking around you it takes your mind off everything else so you're just i feel when i'm walk, when i'm walking here or running here I feel totally present yeah I, I think i'm just looking around now and i i i feel already as we've just started the stomp i just feel more relaxed i've had a very it's been a crazy week tell me why week. has it been crazy well, as we're recording this, obviously we've lost our queen. Yeah. Um, and I know Majesty. you had a connection with the royal family. Yes. We'll talk about. But I think for many people, she was the nation's grandmother. Mm. She grew up really, for me, as someone who's 30, as, as that grandmother fi figure. Yeah. And I think it's just been a really weird week. A lot of us have had maybe feelings of grief triggered. I think this yeah. part of it is grief. I think, and also, it's, I mean, speaking personally, I, I was really quite shaken by the whole thing. Yeah, I you think know, that's the way I felt. Destabilitizing. Destabilizing, yeah. Destabilizing. It's like, I think the, the whole thing around the Queen passing is that sense of stability. And I, I was trying to, like, ask myself why, why it shook me so much. And I think it's that feeling that she truly was ever-present. So even in the best, in the best time she was there, in the worst time she was there, that ever-present watching eye, like a watchful person that's just the bedrock for us. And I yeah. feel like all of a sudden there's an end of an era, the world's changing, there's so much scary stuff going on at the moment. And now we've lost our queen who is always like, oh, it's okay, the queen's... I mean, look, yeah. look at this point, right? In the pandemic, what was one of the most viewed moments of the whole pandemic was the queen's speech. So yeah. people go, oh yeah, you know, people who maybe don't like the royal family or whatever, the number of people that sat down in a moment of fear and turned on and found her, the words that she said, empowering for them, I think says everything about how much we actually, yeah. even if we don't realise how important and how much we appreciate the Queen. Is that reassurance? And, and like you say, she, she well, continues to be um, ever-present because she's on our coins, she's on yeah. our stamps, she's, she's, she's everywhere. But yeah, no, it's 
Weird times. But weird times, but also what an amazing life to celebrate. Yes, and we're going to come back to it in a moment. Yeah. Yes, we've talked, actually, we're just wandering past it. Is this another? Is this one of your contraptions to look well, after the tree? Well, this was here. This is a deer hind because oh, wow. this is going to be quite controversial for your listeners. Oh, yeah, but no, we won't say what this is then. <laughs> this yeah, is, a, this uh, is a ladder. Just a tree. Is this a tree house? It's like the beginnings of a tree house. It's like a lovely. It's like a faraway tree up there. It's yeah. the first book I ever read. Well, it was <gasps> read to me because I was yeah. very young. It's the faraway tree. Yeah. I don't know why it really reminds me of that. Yeah. It's odd, isn't it? Things like yeah. bring back memories. Maybe that's a shot of me climbing. There you go. What's there Alex you doing go. up the faraway tree? Yes, exactly. Get me up there. Do I, I'll, I'll yank me up the, the, the ladder. Wake you up. Senses, yes. Where are we? So, so let's do. So we've had sound. sight. Let's do sound, shall we? Mm hmm. Okay. We are quite lucky. Normally we hear the motorway because the south, south Don't give that away. wind is the prevailing Don't one. Give that so it's away. quite quiet. But you can hear a little bit of the underfoot. Can you hear that, Charlie? You hear the stomping. And you hear the rain, raindrops falling from the leaves. Actually, really nice just to not hear too much. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. Silence can be deafening. But look at all these trees here. So you see through there, there's that dead tree. Mm hmm. So that you keep, we keep because there's so much um, nutrients wildlife in there. Oh, really? Oh, actually, in the tree itself. That actually might be where the bat bats are in that tree. But you know, <laughs> I they... hate to bring this back to the royal family, but it's almost something like around, you know, the tree has its lifetime on it, and even when it passes, it goes back and gives more, and it's back into that circle of uh, yeah of so life, true. isn't it? It goes back into the ground. It's providing a home to to uh, insects, animals, birds, yeah, so and then true. it actually feeds the ground, nourishes the ground yeah. to go again. So yeah. Very good analogy, Thank Dr. you, I'll take, I'll take that one. Uh, yeah, okay, what about touch? Uh, the, grass, the grass is damp, it's kind of, we're going into that time of year where you're feeling, oh gosh, we are entering that autumn period. Thank God. It's, yeah, the, the touch is, and also when you, going back to running again, but I never ever run on tarmac mm -hmm. ever. I always run across country, and you know I'm 60, and because I run so much, my in theory my body should be quite battered, but it's not touch wood. <laughs> you so, don't seem battered to me. You seem. And more. that's because I run on soft ground mm -hmm. like this, and it can get very, very, very needy, muddy. But that's great too. There's almost something about running, and I think this is where. There's a, there's a big movement of people coming away from running, say, on pavements and on roads, actually, mm. to just kind of tough mudder and all these kind of things, people getting out running in forests Fantastic. and along coastal yeah. paths. Because I think you're enhancing your experience of, like, coming away from, like, the concrete jungle, the fast pace of life. Like, I feel that you're enhancing your experience, aren't you? Yeah, and breathing in all those fumes. Well, this is the irony. Um, if you think about it, you know, people go, right, in London, all right, I'm going to cycle to work, it's much healthier for me, I'm going to run to work. Actually, if you're running behind a load of buses and cycling behind a load of buses, is that is it actually good for you? Yeah. So what do you do if you are living in a city? It's tough to. I mean, I guess you find the nearest park where. Well, the, this is what we're trying to encourage people yeah. to do. With this, is the premise of the podcast really, is look outside your door and think about where the nearest bit of nature is. Even yeah. in London, where you think Absolute. this is a city, there are so many parks. But look there's more Richmond parks park. in London, it's, isn't there, than any other city in, in Europe? In Europe, absolutely. Yeah. So there is always opportunity to find some. And we were up in Manchester the other week, stomping up there. We found a beautiful park. What park was it, Charlie? Producer Charlie? Peel Park. Peel Park, of course. We were up there with Reese um, from Strictly. And, and we were walking this gorgeous park in Manchester, which I 
see as a city that is more kind of industrial, but actually it's a lovely park. Yeah. Right, should we talk next sense? What sense have we got next? Okay, um, smell. Smell. Let's, let's, let's talk about smell. What can you what, smell? What can one smell? How clean the air is. And I'm sure you know this, but a sign of clean air is the more moss you have. Come and have, have a look. Come and look at this. On trees. So clean Jeez, air. Moss on trees equals clean air. So there's a bit of moss here, but in somewhere like Cornwall, you get so much moss growing out of mm. trees. It's interesting that you can look um, around and like, see signs of health and, uh, you know, you can look around and, and realise an area that is rich and is thriving just by the kind of variety of greenery you have. Yeah. Even if you look around here now, I know we've done vision, but you look around, there's so much different kind of green. Yeah, even the browns, there's lots of different kind of browns here and you just realise there's a lot of variety, even what you think is, oh, it's a forest. Yeah. There's so much here. We're actually, so as we're wandering now, so guys, we've gone quite deeper into the, into the forest. We're in... Uh, an area that we've got lots of kind of fallen branches, leaves on the floor because we're kind of heading into that time of year now where you know autumn is upon us, winter will be here soon and it's a real undergrowth and we were talking about smell and I think there's a real smell of the forest. It's subtle but especially when it's raining. Exactly, when it's raining. When it's, it's raining it brings the scent out of the ground yeah. and out of the forest and it's such a nice But it's so um, refreshing isn't it? Oh, it especially kind of, when you just come out of London. It clears your brain out. It, it, I, I mean, it, it does. I, I, it absolutely does. And it, I think as well, because when you go out in nature, the thing about the senses and the whole reason we do this, and I hope everyone listening, as, we all, as I always do, you know, that you're actually joining in, you're thinking about the senses in the place or wherever you are right now, is senses are great for triggering that memory. feeling of being present. Maybe yeah. memory and also memory, nostalgia, but also just being present. Because yeah. when, you when you're focusing on that sense, you're truly in that moment. Yeah, that's so true, Alex. Taste? Yeah. What can you taste? I can just taste a bit of my e-cigarette <laughs> and the coffee, very, very, very you. strong <laughs> coffee I had this morning and I probably got nice? really bad are you a, breath. Are you a, are you a, are you a, One cup a double? day. Are oh, you in the morning? But really strong, so strong I can stand my spoon right, up right, in Right, okay, it. that's a, a proper coffee. Is yeah. this filtered? Um, I do, you know, those Italian thingies. Like a presso thing. Like a, yeah, a uh, oh, a, um, espresso thing that you put on the hob. Yes, a one percolator. Of them, one of them, a and percolator. it just sucks and it up. And, and it just gives it the most hardcore yeah. coffee you can possibly have. Do you like the mornings? Um, I used to be a much better morning person. Yeah. I mean, I'm okay, but I wake up every morning with real fear and anxiety which is do you so look no entry ash die die back oh, wow. area so Gosh. we're now going in sorry to change subject quickly we're now going into um nyman's which is all national trust here yeah. so we're so lucky to be surrounded by farms and national trust and maybe a bit of AS asmr we can you can probably hear underfoot that we've gone from the We've gone from the leafy forest now onto just like grit and gravel, isn't it? Yeah. Little path. So it's quite nice. I think these cat, the, the, gosh, the uh, mics are so clever these days. They can catch every yeah. sound, can't they? Which is good and bad, maybe. Especially if I'm hungry or a stomp, it will catch, yeah. <laughs> ca catch me out a little. You, you were just saying there about being a morning person and finding it more difficult now and that you feel anxious in the morning. Tell me, tell me more about that. Well, I, I personally, I think that's, anyway, certainly for me, but it's one of the symptoms of being an alcoholic. And before that, I've always had it as a, since I was a small child, I've always woken up with the fear. 
And then it was exacerbated when I was drinking because I'd feel guilt, shame, um, anxiety, all those things. And um, I still have it, but I now choose to look at it as a kind of haunting because I know it will go away as soon as I get up and it's also a motivator. So I, I get up very quickly when I wake, I wake up early, like at 7.30 and I get up very quickly so I can push those feelings aside mm. and start the day. What feelings are they? What, when you do, like, how do you feel in the morning? What do you, can you describe what it is that you're feeling? I think it is guilt is a big thing. And then I think, okay, quickly it'll flash through my mind. When I was drinking, it would be like, oh, fuck, okay, well, how was I last night? What did I do? Mm. I was functioning, and a mm. lot of people, when I came, um, I went public about being an alcoholic, people would go, what? You know, you know you're not. What are you mm. talking about? Because I covered it up so well. But, but yeah, so I, it's a feeling of guilt and I don't know why. I, I have nothing to be guilty for. And you still feel this now and since I soft drinking? And I still feel this, yeah. Some days worse than others. I'll always, because you know, you'll know this better than me, but we get used to feeling a certain way. We get used to, emotion, to emotions. And if you don't have those emotions, they're destabilizing. And it's like, okay, well, why why aren't i feeling guilty why aren't i feeling scared mm -hmm. what's what's wrong and then you get the feelings so because it's just it's my natural state when i wake up in the morning so i've just learned to accept it really again a huge thank you to fitflop who have sponsored this week's episode we've got to the end of our stomp today and as always my feet are happy because i've been supported by my vitamin ff trainers Make sure to head to fitflop.com to choose stomping shoes you know you can count on. So we're coming to the end of part uh, one. It's been a fabulous stomp so far. Um, and we're going to continue chatting in part two about growing up, some of the influences in your life, and of course your connections with some very interesting people in society, including members of the royal family. So it's going to be a fantastic episode to carry on listening to. So well done to everyone for doing part one. I'm proud of you, whether you're listening to this on Monday or whatever day of the week it is, you're starting out to Get out there, look after your mental and your physical health, and I'm proud of you. So well done, and I'll see you in part two.